Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there, alone, not with family, <laughs> is Nikki Kinzer. That's true. Right now, I am alone. <laughs> That's right. Not, for not long. always. Not for long, though, right? <laughs> Goodness. Spring is in full swing. We got The kids are going to be home from school soon. I know. Just... Well, few weeks away start shipping them off to camps <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh this is very timely that we're going to be talking about getting your family involved because you have at least a few weeks to plan your strategy for tricking them into helping i'm sure that's what this is all about duplicity uh and and tricking no uh, <laughs> Manipulating, Manipulating, yes. Before we get into that, make sure to head over to TakeControlADHD.com. Get to know the show. Subscribe right there on the mailing list. and We'll send you an email every time a new episode goes live. And, of course, connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TakeControlADHD. And leave us a voicemail at 503-664-4ADD. And get your voice and your thoughts on this show. We'd love to hear from you. We've got, uh, uh, we also, just as a reminder, a follow-up. Uh, we're still looking for questions for our final episode in this series, right? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's not the final show of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> right. The No, we're not leaving. No, because I did get a question about that. You and did? I, and, yeah, I did. That's so and I sweet. Asked, I know, it is sweet. And I think I read it right. Now, I, I could be wrong, but I... I think that that's what she meant because she she emailed me and she said, I just listened to the podcast. Did I hear it right that you were taking questions for your final, like, series, like, episode ever is that no. kind of how I took it. So, um, yeah, just to let you know if that is the way that she meant it. And for anybody that might be thinking that it, it's not the last show, <laughs> just, just the last show of this mini series. Right. And then we'll start something new. We'll start yes. something new and I'm sure I will continue talking about organizing, but you know, yes. throughout the time that we're here right. on this ADHD podcast, but, um, yeah, it's not the final show. Okay. So we are talking, uh, today we've, we've teased it that we are going to talk about getting your family involved. I uh, I I joke that it's all about uh, manipulation. It it shouldn't be probably, and if that's no. your strategy, probably not one it's we're going to talk about one. on the show. <laughs> well, how did this come up? Well, it came up because I did a re- or I, I did a survey recently, and uh, it actually popped up in the survey more than once. And so, you know, when anything ever pops up more than once, you have to pay attention to that. And I thought, well, wow, this is a this is a big problem. And then it actually. Um, came up again when I was talking to a client. So okay. it's uh, very real for a lot of people. And I, I think that it's that frustration of how do I get them on board? How do I get them to help me? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you do it? 
Well, I want to ask you first before oh. I go into, I mean, you know, what about you? How do you do it? How does it work in your family? Mostly sadly, mostly ending in disappointment. <laughs> That's not a very positive no, you know way what? to start this podcast. I, it's, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I, this is an area that we, we need some help. And it's, it, it is really challenging because we're very much stuck in that loop of if you want something done right. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. do it yourself. We have, we have the chores list. We have the, we, we do our best to sell the, the kids on this idea that living in a, in a healthy home is a home where the dishes don't actually make it from the table into the dishwasher and Joe don't just stack up. You know, we mm-hmm. like, there are those kinds of, of activities that we're, we're trying to encourage the rest of the family to, to, to take a role in. You know, we don't have a big problem with, with kids' bedrooms. Uh, they they do all right keeping their bedrooms straight uh, and and organized. But for example, they are uh, I think uh, medically uh, must be some sort of actual medical or physiological challenge that they're trying to overcome when it comes to uh, putting away their laundry. I will stack. Up, I will fold the laundry because it's kind of my job. I'm the laundry guy, you know. I have I have videos about the laundry cycle at our right, house, right? right? Yeah. So I, I'm kind of the laundry guy, and I do it. I wash it. I fold it. That's my big chore every week, and I'm I'm okay with that. I I like it. It's kind of a meditation. But when I fold it and I put it in front of, I stack it in front of their doors. And I think that that this will be a visual reminder, a cue that when they have to lift their foot to step over the darn pile of laundry just to get into their bedroom, they might take two minutes and put it away. They do not. I was going to say, no, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So we, we really need some help in, in this area. And we've, you know, I, I feel like our approach to date has not been working. And, and so that's that's a real challenge. My wife and I, we do pretty well. We're a pretty good team. Uh, when it comes to, we have a, a, a solid sort of split of, of keeping the house together, you know, and, and, uh, and we do a pretty good job of that, but, uh, but getting the whole family involved is hard. It is hard. And, you know, our, my family, it's, it's definitely split. I think that, uh, my son and I are more organized than my daughter and my husband. My husband is always losing stuff. I find that hysterical. I'm wondering if he's listening right now. Uh, <laughs> Um, and like I mentioned, I think it was last week or the week before my daughter's bedroom was, uh, was so bad, but I do have an update on that. We did get it done. Nice. Um, yes. Yeah, so basically what we did is, uh, I told her, you know, this is what we need to get this done and we've got company coming on Sunday. So we got to get it done by Sunday. And, uh, we broke it up not only in zones, um, to try to make it easier, but we also broke up the time. And so we did an hour on Friday evening. We did a little bit on Saturday uh, morning and a little bit more like Saturday evening or afternoon and, and finished it. So by Sunday, you know, it was, it was done and we did it together, which was fun. I, you know, she complained. I, I, I don't know if she would say it was fun, but I wouldn't <laughs> even say it was fun, but it felt really good getting it done. And oh, it looks so good. I mean, it just was really nice to get all of the trash out. I mean, it, she had so much trash Yeah, and, um, just getting all that stuff done. So she was definitely more motivated to, to keep it that way. And, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since we got it done, and um, I would say she's doing pretty good. It's it's she's doing well. I'm re- I'm really proud of her. See, that's, so that's really gratifying that there's yeah. change, there's visible change, and it's new habits, and she's doing it. 
Yeah. And she really appreciated it. I mean, I think she really did. Um, and she even thanked me later that night. She was like, I know it wasn't, you know, I kind of complained, but I, I really do thank you for helping me, which, you know, as a mom, who doesn't want to hear that? Well, so. you know what? That's actually really interesting that you say that because I, I find that's true in our experience too. Whenever I sit down with my son or my daughter, or my wife does, once the organizing is finished, like there, you know, my daughter does have these shelves in her bedroom that just get disastrous you know they're just awful they end up because mostly because they they start out clean they have books on them or or her little tchotchkes or activities and then they end up with like bark dust like, right how, why does she bring in rocks, rocks. and dirt yeah. and putting it on her bookshelf so that kind of stuff it, it there is an impact and once they experience what it looks like and feels like to have things straightened up again and know where their stuff is they feel really good right so how right. do you leverage that feeling every day or every week well, I think, you know, it's, that's a great question. And I'll tell you that one of the things that I've learned in this process is that the longer we go without paying attention and taking care of it, um, the harder it is. I mean, the, the more overwhelming it is and, and the more time consuming it is. So I think that part of like with even with my daughter's room right now, because we're still kind of it's still kind of new and exciting is yeah. just keeping it maintained. Like, OK, it's, you know, before you go to bed tonight pick up or, um, you know, put your laundry in your hamper, <laughs> you know, that <laughs> just kind of a little thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I really do think it's about kind of keeping on top of it. And if you do notice the rocks are kind of slowly coming in, you know, to not wait too long. Cause I think if you wait too long, then that's when you get into trouble. Right. Right. Sure. Right. Um, okay. Well, I do have some really good, I think, you know, helpful, hopefully well, your first, ideas. your first tip here is the one I'm most excited about because it's the one, and it also causes me the most shame. Well, it doesn't mean to cause you shame, but it's, it's actually to bring awareness to people because I really think that this is common for a lot of people. So this is, this is where we go. So the, the very first thing I put in my notes here is don't be a hero. <laughs> Right? Don't, like, be yes, don't, no, be don't be a hero. Don't be organizing hero. Kate Bond. Um, if you live with a family, you know you you really shouldn't have to do all the organizing by yourself. What you can't do, Pete Wright, is assume that your family is going to take the initiative or even know how to organize or what to do. Oh my gosh, that is so me. Well, and it's me too. I mean, it's really me. Like I can get so frustrated because, you know, I will clean something and then it, it doesn't stay that way. But yet I'm also not really being very clear, you know, to the people in my household, what it is I need from them. About your, certainly about your expectations. Yeah. Or just the simple fact that you took this out. So maybe it'd be great if you put it back. <laughs> You know? yeah, right. Um, but it's, but it's actually even goes to bigger than that, because I think that if you're looking at organizing your home, like this is something that you really want to work on this summer, then I think it is just kind of taking, don't take it upon yourself to do it all, you know, that you have to do it all. But again, just don't assume that your family is going to know what to do. You're going to have to be the one that's going to kind of have to lead the way. Um, and you know, I think that that's going to be probably a big part of success is that there is a leader sort of kind of taking charge of the whole thing, but there, you're also being very clear about what it is that you guys want to do. And we're going to talk about more of this. So it's not just coming from you, but, um, I just think that often we just kind of assume that people should know what to do or how to do it. And I just don't think that that's the case. Well, that is the case, but you know, and, and for us, it's definitely, there are definitely two things because one, to your 
exact point, I think I hang my hat probably too much on modeling behavior without an explicit ex- instruction that goes with it. Right. You know, and I just count on, well, the kids are there. They must be absorbing my behavior in this area. And so clearly, because they see me flossing my teeth every night, they will floss their teeth every night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They do yeah. not floss their teeth unless I badger them, Nikki. Well, well, yeah, so now they're exactly. not organized and they have terrible dental and they care. they have bad teeth and you're going to have to... I can't win. This yeah. has been the... So far, the, I'm so glad people tuned into the most <laughs> distressing peat therapy that we've ever done. <laughs> well, what I think is interesting too is that, okay, so say you organize a, a space and you have a little box for your wife to go through. Like this is her stuff and, and she needs to go through it. And it too common... It's going to, what happens is that the spouse that says, here's your box, you need to go through it, tells the person once, and then the person forgets and they don't go through it. And then the other spouse is now resentful and mad because, you know, they didn't do their part. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then if I was to ask, like, did you remind them again? Do they know that this is a priority for you? No. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't told them. I haven't talked about it. So there's got to be some communication that is, you know, opening up here. But then this gets to your second, that, that is really gets to your second point, right? Well, yes, because then um, my second point is that I want you guys to, to hold a family meeting. And, and this is going to be kind of tough because it puts people in a little bit of a vulnerable situation. Um, but I really think that this is going to help, help people. If you want your family involved, you know, really consider this. Be really honest about what you need from them and be really honest about your ADHD and and tell your family, tell your kids, you know, organizing is a struggle for me. This is what I find hard about it. If you have anybody else in your family who has ADHD, give them an opportunity inside of this meeting to talk about what they or how they feel. And what are their struggles and what do they find easy? What do they find hard? you know, what are they always losing, you know, but, but really just having a really open conversation, um, about what's really happening because yeah. it's not, you know, and going back to like that secret of six, you know, the secret of organizing is we're striving for perfection here. So let's get real that that's not what we're striving for. We don't want perfection. We want what's good enough, but as a family unit, you got to figure that out together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I think what I hope is that, you know, people are going to be honest and that's going to take away some of the blame. It's going to take away some criticism, maybe that people have been feeling, um, you know, just being really clear, this is not your intention to make people mad, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but that you need their support. You need to, you know, we need to have some things set up that, that really supports everybody. Now, during the family meeting, then I think it's also important to ask for everybody's input, that it can't be just a discussion or a lecture from you. Like, okay. And, and, you know, and I'm guilty of this because they do look at me as, well, you're the organizer. Yeah. Right. (laughs) No, that's your, you practically a badge you wear. Right. Right. Uh, But I think it's really important that you, you get all of their involvement and ask everybody, you know, what areas in the home do you think, 
you know, need the most help? Where are you frustrated? What can't you find when you need it? Um, and really just having an open conversation of where everybody's feeling, not so much why organizing is a challenge, but just where in the home is, is, is really frustrating the most. So you can kind of zero in on what your priorities are. And then as a family, you can really choose just one space to focus on. So whether that's the garage or a child's bedroom or a bonus room or a kitchen, you know, whatever it is. And and it's going to be different for everyone because everybody's kids are at, you know, different ages and, um, you're just going to have different needs. So, but you know, you choose on one priority or choose one space, one priority to focus on. And then together as a family, you brainstorm solutions. What are some good ideas for that space? Develop some kind of plan, you know, being very clear about yeah. who's responsible for what and when are they going to do it? Like, when is this going to happen? If, if, if our goal is to organize the garage before the summer hits, then we need to pick a time over the weekend that we can do that and schedule it and really plan for it. You know, this gets to, so I'm, I'm going to talk about me again. Sure. Okay. So my laundry challenge. Yes. So if I'm, if I'm hearing you right, probably what I should do in this family meeting is say, okay, here, let's all go up to the hallway in front of your doors and let's look at this space. This is a space that is a designated staging ground for putting laundry away, right? It is, it is a space when that space is full, that is when I'm counting on you to take action. Is that, is that a fair assumption to make or am I missing something? Well, I don't think it's a fair assumption because it's not happening now. Well, it's not, but we also haven't really talked about it. Right. We've never, we've never really designated the space as something that it's just something that, you know, happens. Right. So I think actually that's a good point. So I would say that, you know, talk about it and then ask them, okay, when you see the clothes that are in front of your door, you know, that is supposed to be your visual cue to put them away, but you're probably going to have to come up with more to, to help them do that. So whether that be like a deadline of, you know, you got to get it done before the end of the evening, before you go to bed, or, um, we're all going to do it. That's what I was thinking because there's a, there is a connection to a day. I usually do laundry like Friday afternoon. That's kind of laundry afternoon. You know, I'm not doing any recording. The house is quiet, but, uh, so I can turn on the, the washer and dryer and not have it interrupt any work. And so I get everything done. The laundry is there Friday afternoon. So what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, in this family meeting, I'm telling them, look, laundry will appear here Friday. What I'm counting on is by Saturday morning, before you come downstairs for breakfast, your clothes are put away. It should take you approximately 45 seconds. And if they're not, then you have to be clear of what the consequences are. So that means that they don't go to their friend's house until it's done. I I think that there's got to be a very clear expectation and a very clear consequence of what happens when they, when they don't do that. But I do think it's important to put or to build more structure around it. So to really help them. This suggestion of yours of having both a time associated with it and a space. So it gets back to for everything, there is a place and for every place there is a purpose. Well, I'm hanging my hat on. Here's a place that has a purpose. It's this little square right outside your room where your laundry will be, but there is time associated with it. And that's something I have not set in our expectations together of, of being able to move forward. So those two things together, that's a real key learning for me. Well, and I'm going to take it even a step further in the sense that, okay, so now they know when, 
and they know that they have the visual cue, but I would also make sure that it's easy for them to put the clothes away. So if that happens to be a roadblock for them at all, because if they don't like hanging stuff, for instance, then don't let, don't make them hang anything, put everything in dresser drawers. Yeah. Right. Um, or put, you know, those hooks on the wall and just let them, you know, hook things instead of hanging. So that's the thing is that just making sure that that step is also really easy for them to do. So like for my kids, and I think I've explained this before, but the, the dresser is really set up very simply. Like I give you the clothes and you're going to put the pants and the shorts in the bottom drawer. I really don't care if they stay folded or not, but they need to go in that drawer. I don't, I don't want to see them back in the hamper and I don't want to see them under the bed. Again, you know, we say, I think we say, I know I do this, that, um, you know, there is this, I, I don't want to hang my hat on anything, of, on any false image of perfection. But then when I look at my kids, I judge and I can't, it's not something that I'm doing consciously. It's just something like, why, how do you, why is that not? hung up why is that not folded why is that I, that's something to let go of right and i oh, think that's it totally is yeah I, you gotta let go of that and 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 when you do i can tell you from experience it feels great yeah. i mean i'm so glad that i don't get hung up on that because really it is just okay here you go sweetheart put this stuff away just make sure it goes in the dresser i don't want to see it back in the hamper because yeah. you know i'm sure all the parents have seen clean clothes in the hamper yeah drives us all crazy. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think if you can let that go and just know that it's getting into the right spot, you know, no matter how it looks, it really doesn't matter. Um, but that's the other, that's the only other piece is just to make sure that putting the actual clothes away is really easy for them as well. And that goes for adults too. That's not just for kiddos. I mean, that goes for adults. Well, it is really big for, for, you know, suddenly it's just a few quick steps on a family meeting and suddenly we're on the road toward getting the family involved. And, and that takes us sort of to the next question, right? Which is, you know, being able to keep it up. Well, it's keeping it up, but I, yeah, and it's the, it's using your family as your accountability partner, you know, because now that you're working together, you know, your kiddos can see you as your kind of your, their accountability partner. I mean, of course you're dad. So, you know, you, you have to kind of play that role a little bit, but I think if you're doing it in a really positive, loving way, it can really help, you know, and, 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 you know, what's better than your kids calling out on you. Okay. Well, dad, you didn't put your laundry away. (laughs) Well, I'm the parent. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. But yet, I mean, if we could do it in kind of a nice way, you know, I think that they can, they can fit that role just to keep it maintained and, and keep it going. If it's not made into this, like, terrible, mean, manipulative (laughs) chore. And it's a little bit more light, you know, like, okay, it's laundry day guys. Let's, you know, let's make this kind of as much fun as you can. Then it's not quite as much of a struggle either. I, when I was a kid, uh, my whole family, my dad in particular, had real trouble putting his seatbelt on. This was, you know, when I was a Way kid, this was yeah. back when seatbelts were just becoming legally mandated. Now it's like a stoppable offense. But this was back when we were just trying to be safer, but it wasn't the law of the land. And uh, and so, you know, we put a thing together where you'd have to, uh, if if I caught my dad or if he caught me or my mom, all three of us, uh, whoever caught the offender, the offender had to pay them a dime. And eventually, I, you know, I think it's easier for kids, actually. And that's that's my my point of this story. It's easier for kids because they're so fresh, like they don't have any old habits really to burn. Uh, and, and so it's pretty easy. I think when you condition through repetition and conditioning, they'll, they'll pick it up and they'll get used to it. And if you make it fun, like you said, they'll, they'll get it. I ended up making bank 
off of my father <laughs> because he he was such an old dog to this seatbelt thing that eventually we upped it to 50 cents per infraction. And I made a ton of money off that man because he was terrible at putting a seatbelt on. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So yeah, you could turn that around and yeah. just like that in your home. I'm sure. not saying you need to you need to involve money in it, but that that was a way that made it so much fun. It was like a, a hysterical thing, like you know, using pocket change that made it fun as a family to change a habit. And I think Absolutely. that is to your point. This accountability partner thing, whether money is assigned to it or not, it you can make it fun. You can make it fun. And I think that, um, the, you know, the other piece to that is if you're working on a big project, like my daughter and I, that was kind of a big project in my sure, eyes, sure. you know, have a little reward at the end, you know, whether that's having a family movie night or going out for dessert or, you know, whatever it might be, but having a little bit of reward, a little carrot at the end of the tunnel, you know, that, or carrot at the end, what is that? Carrot stick? Yeah, what is carrot it? Carrot stick. Carrot, Carrot, no, you carrots, see light, at, the light at the end of the tunnel. There's a carrot in the tunnel. <laughs> and then there's a carrot in the tunnel. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And then there's a carrot like hanging on a string. With a spotlight on it. <laughs> right. So make a reward. I mean, you know, make it yeah. fun and, and reward yourself because I think that's always fun. One last tip about this meeting. And I am so guilty of this because my mother did this and, <laughs> and I am a creature of my mother. It, it is to keep the, the meeting simple and and, um, short <laughs> and, uh, not drawn out. And do you have a memory of your favorite family meeting as a child? Like, do you well, actually remember one example no, of a meeting I that don't, you we hate? Never, we it's never just met. a general family. Yeah, we know. I just remember the only real memory I have of, because my parents never, we just didn't have these kind of meetings. Um, but I do remember my dad sitting down and telling us, he had something to tell us and and we're like, okay. And I was probably, I was probably, in, I was probably a teenager and he's like, your mom's pregnant. Oh, oh. <laughs> that wasn't true. He's like, no, I, I just quit my job today. I'm like, oh. okay, well that's a little different than not as, not that as we're cool. adding a family member. Oh, yeah, geez. that's the only memory I really have of us all getting together. Like, okay, we've got something big that we have to talk about. You know, that's the worst. I know. I thought I was going to have a little baby brother or sister. Nope. Jeez. A lot of nerve. He quit his job. (laughs) I know. Not as good. So anyway, what about you? No, it's pretty much the seatbelt thing. Just the seatbelt. Yeah, no, we had to, I'm, we had some, um, I'm sure we had some other serious ones, but, but this is, I, I guess I bring that up because as a child, I don't have a memory of doing this right like we never had any sort and not that there's necessarily a right and wrong but of doing this in a way that was sort of substantive and and behavior changing with the exception of the seatbelt thing and that worked so phenomenally well for all of us uh that um you know it makes me really reflect on areas that that i think i can improve my family as a result of of thinking this way because we just didn't think this way when i was a kid it was Um, um, it was accidental that we got into this seatbelt thing yeah. And I would say that in my, in my family, my mom just did everything. I mean, she is an extremely organized person, um, probably overly like obsessive about it. Um, and so it just never was an issue because it just was, it was always done because she always did it. She couldn't live any other way. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think everybody, it, they do have a different experience. And, and like you said, though, you, you said something that actually has been brought up to me before is that I've never been taught how to do it. I've never really, um, had an example of how to organize or keep a home, you yeah. know, in order. And so, you know, I think that goes back to that. If you can be sort of the leader of this and, and I know this is hard. I mean, this is, you know, we're, we're talking to a clientele who has ADHD organizing is, is not easy. Um, but I do think if you can kind of take the role of this is what I want to get done and, and let's do this together. And as a family, you know, you're going to see bigger results, better results if you kind of walk into it together and not just by yourself. Exactly. Um, and then going back to the meeting too, I think that it's so easy to kind of go on and on and on. And as parents, we tend to, you know, get into lecture mode. But again, if you want them engaged, if you want them to really be bought into the process, we've got to include them. You know what I love about that? I'm And I'm thinking about it just today. You know, Friday night is movie night at our house. We're actually making pizza here at the house and we do this every week. And, and it makes me think that to take two minutes before we actually press play on the movie and say, here's, here's your laundry way. Yeah. Here's some, well, not even that, but oh. here's our little two minute family meeting. Here's these, this is one thing that we're going to work on together and keep each other accountable for, for the coming week. Right, Just one yeah. thing we come to an agreement on what the constraints are around that thing. Maybe it's laundry, maybe it's, you know, feeding the cat or unloading the dishwasher, whatever it is, but to keep it at two minutes, but do it frequently enough so that it becomes expected. It becomes an expected part of movie night. And then the movie becomes a reward. That is that I have just learned something about. Uh, yeah, you know, that today. could be really This is powerful. a great conversation. Yeah, totally. There you go. Totally. I'm doing it tonight. Awesome. Uh, okay. So ha- I think we're done. We just need to talk one more time. Send questions. How do you want people to send questions? Well, they can either, uh, send the questions through email. So you can email me at Nikki and I K K I at take control ADHD.com. You can go to the website and go to the contact form and you can um, fill out your question and that will go directly to me as well. You can call us right at 503-664-4ADD. Notice how I got I'm- that right. <laughs> Really impressed. Uh Thank you. And um, gosh, if you're on my newsletter, I have been putting little reminders on the newsletter and I've been telling people just to reply back to the newsletter and and people have been doing it that way too. So I will also make sure to put links to all these things in this podcast episode show notes. So if you're on the road, if you're driving, just scroll up as soon as you stop driving and you can click on the link there and it'll take you to the contact page or an email form so you can do that from your mobile device hopefully that'll help make it easier for you you don't have to remember to do it later exactly uh okay i think that's it thanks nikki this was great thank you good luck oh thank you (laughs) report back next week on behalf of nikki kinzer i'm pete wright and we'll catch you next week right here taking control the adhd podcast